to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, what's going on? Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I am jazzed to be talking to you about this today. Jazzed, I don't think I've ever said that, but here we are. I am going to be talking to you about two things that I'm currently doing in my third trimester to help support an unmedicated birth. I'm going to do a whole nother podcast episode on all the other ways of what I'm doing to actually prepare for an unmedicated birth, but these are two things that I'm doing right now that just deserve its own episode because I want to talk about the science behind it, how I'm doing it, all that stuff. So what we are talking about is why I'm drinking red raspberry leaf tea every single day. And I started this in my third trimester, probably around weeks like 28, I think I started. And then also why I'm now eating six dates a day, starting at 36 weeks pregnant. Um, So at the time that I'm recording this, I'm almost 37 weeks pregnant. I'll probably be around that time a little further when you are listening to this. But of course, before we get into it, this is something you have to check with your doctor, with your midwife, whoever. Um, Make sure that you are talking to your healthcare provider before you start drinking red raspberry leaf tea, before you start having dates, because it's really important that you get cleared from your doctor before you do certain things. So always make sure that you are doing that. This is your disclaimer. Okay. All right. So let's start with red raspberry leaf tea. So this is something that I also recommend for my clients who are not pregnant, but who have some painful periods to drink in their luteal phase. So maybe you're listening to this and you're not pregnant, but you're planning on getting pregnant or whatever is going on. Um, and you want to just kind of, you know, get ahead of the game. You want to prepare your body more. Um, you maybe have painful periods. This is something that's really helpful for that too, to have every single day in your luteal phase, um, because it has a lot of vitamins and minerals in it, like vitamin C and E and A and has uh, B vitamins and magnesium and potassium and calcium and phosphorus and all these vitamins that really just help your uterus function better, which is why it really does help with painful periods as well. But it also is what helps your uterus during pregnancy. Um, It has trace minerals too, like zinc and iron and chromium and manganese. Um, And these vitamins and minerals are in absorbable forms within this tea, which we always want absorbable forms because you're not what you eat or drink. You're what you can actually absorb. So that's really amazing. Um, and also can improve your immune system. So I just love red raspberry leaf tea in general. Um, but what is important is that because it can have like a stimulating effect on your uterus, you really don't want to do this in the first trimester. Some people do start drinking it in your second, in their second trimester. If you feel like tightening of your uterus, obviously with the help of your doctor, um, in, in your second trimester, you want to like hold off. Some people are more sensitive to it than others. I personally didn't start drinking it daily until my third trimester. That's just what felt, felt best to me. Um, and that's what I did. Again, I started that around 28 weeks pregnant. So, Again, here are the reasons why I'm actually doing this. And I'm going to put links to some of the studies and resources and stuff that I found this on. Um, so if you want to dive deeper into it. Okay. So 
some studies have shown that red raspberry leaf tea really can help make you la- your labor faster and reduce complications. Now, obviously, like I said, I am planning to have an unmedicated birth. Um, obviously, we, we will follow up and I'll let you know what actually happens, but that is my plan. I'm really, really... Um, doing a lot to help prepare myself for that. So if there is something I could do naturally that is going to help labor be either faster with less complications and less pain, like you best believe I'm going to be doing it. So that is why I am doing this. So not only have studies shown that it helps labor be faster and reduce complications, but it also has shown that it reduces your amount of interventions during birth, which is really, really important to me as well. Um, there are studies that show that women who consume red raspberry raspberry leaf tea regularly are less likely to go overdue, like way past your due date, or to give birth prematurely. So it's like more on-time births as on quote unquote on time, your guest date, whatever you want to say, you know what I'm saying. Um and those women also might be less likely to receive artificial rupture of their membranes or require a C-section, forceps, or vacuum birth um, than women who were in the control group that were not doing the red raspberry leaf tea. Um, and again, there's there's so many other benefits aside from those, which that right just right there, all you had to tell me was oh, it possibly could have a faster labor. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. But on top of the vitamins and minerals um, and all the essential trace, uh, I already said minerals, the essential trace minerals and the vitamins that are in there, that's just amazing in and of itself. Like, obviously I'm going to take that just because it's really helpful for your body and your immune system and everything, but also a quicker labor, less interventions, less chance of C-section. Like, yeah, I'm going to be doing it. But on top of all of that, it has been shown to improve the strength of your amniotic sac. Um, there has been shown reduced pain during labor, which obviously as someone who wants to have an unmedicated birth, yes, please. Um, because it helps tone the muscles you, that you are actually using during labor. It helps really strengthen that uterus. So your uterus is in a better position to, you know, contract and go through the motions more quickly with less pain during your actual labor and delivery, which is amazing because it'll make it shorter and less painful. Again, yes, freaking please. Okay. And even if you're someone you're like, Corinne, I really have like no desire to have an unmedicated birth, which if you're listening to this, you probably do have that desire. But even if you don't, it's going to be supportive for you no matter what you know, whatever route you go, just from the minerals and the vitamin standpoint, and just how it has a less chance of C-sec, excuse me, less chance of C-section, less chance of rupturing your membranes, like vacuum forceps, all that stuff, right? So there's so many, so many benefits. Um, it also helps balance your postpartum hormones, which again, is something that's really important for me. Um, that's also one of the reasons why I'm going to be encapsulating my placenta. That's going to be a whole nother conversation. Um, it has a high mineral count that we talked about. And there has been a study that shows that it helps bring in your breast milk for a lot of women, which breastfeeding is something I'm super passionate about as well. I recently did an episode on here with um, an IBCLC, uh, Kelly Kendall from The Balanced Boob. If you haven't checked that out yet and you're interested in learning more about breastfeeding, highly recommend checking that episode out so you can go do that. So that is why I am taking red raspberry leaf tea, drinking it every single day. Now, there are a few different ways that you can do it. You could get the, obviously I always recommend organic, but you could get the, um, 
the loose leaf tea and do it that way. Or you could get the one in the bags. Personally, I just have the ones in the bags. It's just easier for me right now. We have so many different moving parts going on. Obviously, we're prepping for baby. We're moving. We're selling our place. We're buying a place. I'm prepping the business. There's just so many things going on. So I'm just like path of least resistance. So I like the traditional medicinals, organic um, red raspberry leaf tea. I just get them in bulk and I use the tea bags. But you could get the loose leaf tea. That's honestly like better, which is just, it is what it is. Again, I'm just doing path of least resistance right now. What I'm going to be able to be more consistent with because consistency is what always wins. Um, so that's what, how I'm personally doing it. You could obviously just have it as a, as a hot tea, or if you're listening to this in real time, it's, and it's warm near you, it's getting warmer. Um, so I've been having more of an iced red raspberry leaf tea. I'm never someone that usually likes iced drinks, like literally never, but I'm in my third trimester. You have a lot more body heat going on and the weather is getting warmer. So I've been loving it iced. I'm going to link, I did a reel on Instagram of exactly how I make it to make it iced. So I'm going to link that below if you want to go check that out. Um, oh, great. There's starting to do a lawnmower. Hold on a second. We're just going to pause this so I can shut the window. Hold on, please. Okay, if you're listening to this, you most likely are currently pregnant, or maybe you know that you're going to be soon and you're just getting ahead of time, whatever it is. I want to talk about something that I'm going to be doing postpartum. Um, so if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that I'm huge on tracking your basal body temperature to make sure that you're actually ovulating so you know when you're fertile, when you're not fertile, to just confirm ovulation because it's really important that we know when we're ovulating. Obviously, I'm not doing this during pregnancy because you're not ovulating when you're pregnant, but in postpartum, I'm going to be tracking my basal body temperature again. But one of the things that's really important when you're tracking your basal body temperature is that you're taking it at the same time every morning to get an accurate measurement of your body temperature. But I'm very aware that I'm not going to be on a normal sleep schedule. I'm not going to be waking up at the same time every morning like I was pre-baby. So I'm like, shit, how am I going to accurately be tracking my basal body temperature then so I know if I'm going to be ovulating, when I'm going to be ovulating? Like, it's going to be all over the map because I'm also breastfeeding. So, like, your period could come back at any point. Usually doesn't come back right away for a while. It's different for everybody, but I am going to be tracking my temperatures so I can keep track of everything and know what's going on. Probably not the first couple of weeks of pregnant of postpartum because you know shit's going to be wild. But soon thereafter, so I'm so happy that I found this company. Um, not I mean I've known about them for a while, but I didn't use them prior to pregnancy. But I'm just definitely always going to be using them now. And they're called Temp Drop. And the reason why I'm so excited about this is because it's an armband that goes obviously on your arm and it takes the average of your temperature while you're sleeping. So it doesn't matter if you wake up at a different time every single morning. So this is also helpful for those of you who are shift workers. You just don't have a consistent wake up schedule. Obviously, if you're going to be postpartum so that you can get accurate numbers for your basal body temperature so you can track when you're going to be ovulating. If you are like, "Uh, I am not ready for another kid right now or whatever your stage of life is so that you can know that it's accurate. So you could head to temp drop. I'll put the link below. I got you a discount code for this because I was like, this is amazing. I know I'm going to be using this. I'm super excited about it. I know my community will love it as well. Um, you could use code AFCORIN for a discount at checkout. If you have any questions about it, let me know. They have so much education on their website as well. Their customer service is incredible, but I would highly recommend this thermometer for when you are postpartum so that you can still be tracking everything. You know if and when you're going to be ovulating without having to worry about taking it at the same time every morning because that shit 
it ain't going to happen. Okay. So the link will be in the show notes. Use code AFGRIN at checkout for a discount. And I will of course keep you posted on my personal experience when I do start tracking it again. Okay. We are back. You got to just roll with us sometimes. We're just going to keep it moving. So anyway, as I was saying, um, you can, you could do it ice. You could do it hot. Um, I will put the link below for the Instagram reel that I did of exactly how to make it. Um, like you boil the water, you put the tea bags in, you, uh, boil it for like 25 to 35 minutes. Um, I'm going to put the whole thing down there so I don't have to go into all of it right now. So you can just go check it out with a visual and all the stuff. You could probably still hear the lawnmower, but you know what? It's just, it is what it is. Okay. We're just moving on. Um, and what I like to do, I also put some lemon in it. You could put a little bit of organic honey in there too. Um, just like a little bit to sweeten it up. Obviously you don't want to put a ton of it and have a ton of sugar in there, but it tastes so freaking good. Um, and I'm just having it every single day. The amount is about one to two cups a day. Again, talk with your doctor, depending on like your risk factors and stuff in your pregnancy is going to depend on everything. Um, but I'm, I'm doing about one to two a day. Usually I definitely have one every single day. Sometimes I'll have like a big glass of the iced tea. So it'll probably come out to like two cups a day. Um, but that's like the general rule of thumb starting again. Some people start in their second, uh, trimester. I personally prefer to start in the third trimester. So talk with your doctor and see what works for you. Um, but that is one thing that I'm doing every single day. And I've read to like so many women where their first birth, they didn't do it. Their second birth, they did. And it was such a quicker and more pain-free birth. Like I'm like, okay, that's all I need to hear. And I will obviously report back on what goes on with me. But it's just something that I'm really excited to be doing. Okay. Now, the next thing that I'm doing that I started at 36 weeks pregnant, um, the last four weeks, you know, possibly less or more of pregnancy is having six dates a day. Um, and this is again to help improve the labor and delivery and the pain portion of the whole experience. So the reason why this is a specific study done by PubMed and CBI, again, I'll link all this below. Um, but the reason again is to help support your cervix and your dilation and your speed of labor and all of that. Um, again, because there are so many natural ways to do this. There's also so many awesome, there's fiber and there's minerals again, vitamins and dates. Yes. All of that is amazing. However, it is high in sugar, natural sugars. Obviously there's no added sugars. I'm just getting the regular, um, organic, uh, I think I have noir dates, but there's also medulla dates. I forget which ones I have right now, but anyway, Um, there's no added sugars, but there are just natural sugars in it. So I'm going to also talk to you about how to eat them in a way that is going to stabilize your blood sugar. Now, if you are someone that does have gestational diabetes, you might want to caution having dates because they are so high in sugar or be extra cautious about making sure that you're going to be pairing them in the ways that I'm going to be talking about. But again, please contact your doctor about having dates, whether you have gestational diabetes or not, but especially if you do, this might be something that might not be supportive for you. Okay. All right. So dates, women who consumed dates fruit, this is a study that they did, had significantly higher means of cervical dilation once they were admitted into the hospital compared to the women who did not eat dates towards the end of their pregnancy. And the difference was people who came in that were eating dates had 3.52 centimeters dilation versus 2.02 centimeters. Um, they also had significantly higher proportion of an intact membranes, which is something that was also um, a result of the red raspberry leaf tea. So you're getting double bang for your buck for that with the high proportion of intact membranes. Also, yes, please. Um, spontaneous labor occurred in 96% of those who consumed dates 
compared to 79% of women in the non-date eating fruit group of this study, which is, that's like a pretty significant difference. Um, the use of oxytocin and, um, pro, no, prostin, that's not right, but the induction, I forget what, uh, I wrote this down. There's obviously a typo here, um, but Pertocin, maybe it was Pertocin, of what actually induces labor, was significantly lower in women who consumed dates compared to the women who did not. So 28% um, of women who were actually having dates versus 47%. So that's a huge difference as well of not having to be induced, which is amazing. Um, and the first stage of labor was shorter in women who consumed dates compared with those who didn't. 510 minutes was the first stage of labor for you know on average for the women who were consuming dates versus 906 minutes to the women that were not consuming dates. Every mother friggin' minute counts when you are in labor, and that is a huge, it's almost double, which is wild. Um, there's also been studies that show that you have a shorter pregnancy duration, a shorter length of labor and pushing. I'm hoping you can hear me over this lawnmower. Um, decreased risk of postpartum hemorrhage, decreased risk of induction, decreased risk of operative assisted delivery, um, and increased, um, a decrease, sorry. What did I say that? Okay, sorry, I'm reading. A decreased risk of um, assisted delivery. Yes, we said that. Okay. So all of these things are just from eating six dates a day, which is insane. It's like these things are so easy to do. They're natural ways to help support us during pregnancy, and they also taste really good. So it's like, why wouldn't I do this? So, but again, they are really high in sugar, so we want to make sure that we are doing it in a way that actually supports us. So here are the way I did a reel on this as well that I'll link below, but I'll also talk to you about what's most important. So six dates is a lot. I don't recommend having six at once. I recommend either having two at a time, three times a day, or three at a time, two times a day. So some of the ways that I've been doing this is putting two in um, a smoothie, like per suit per smoothie serving, having two dates in each smoothie because also within this smoothie, I have mixed greens, which is a lot of obviously fiber. I mean, the dates have a lot of fiber too, but again, it just does have those natural sugars. I always have protein powder in my um, smoothies. I always have healthy fats in my smoothies. So you want to make sure that when you're consuming these dates, you have either a protein or a healthy fat with them, preferably both to make sure that you are slowing down that spike from the natural sugar that's in the dates. So I'm doing it again in a smoothie. And if you are going to put it in a smoothie, I recommend soaking it in filtered water for like 10 minutes while you're just like making the smoothie, have the dates soaking in filtered water to soften them. So they blend more easily because they are really like tough. Um, so it could like really jack up your blender or really might not blend up that well. So just make sure you soak them in water first while you're like getting the rest of the smoothie together. So that's one way that I'm doing it. Um, I'm also having it with nut butter or sunflower seed butter or any kind of seed butter you could do. So again, I'll do usually two, um, three times a day so I could split it up. Um, so I'll have some with either sunflower seed butter or almond butter, sometimes peanut butter. Sometimes I'll put like the enjoy life dark chocolate chips on there if I want to have it like more of like a dessert. Um, but I'm, oh, I'm never having them by themselves. I'm always pairing it with a protein or a healthy fat to stabilize that blood sugar. I have a whole training on how to just, you know, create hormone balance meals that's totally free. I pulled it straight from the Mind Your Hormones method. I'll link that below too um, in case you want like more examples of what a protein is, what a fiber is, what a healthy fat is. So I'll link that below for you. Um, but having it with almond butter or peanut butter or sunflower butter, you always want to make sure that your nut butters are 
uh, and seed butters are mostly raw and they don't have those vegetable oils like peanut oil or canola oil or stuff like that in there. Um, and even I'll also when I do that, I usually don't have it standalone. I'll have it after I have a meal. So like after my lunch, say I'm having like quinoa and avocado and um, edamame or and like uh, mixed greens or whatever. After that meal, I'll have the two dates with the almond butter. Um, and then maybe after dinner, I'll do the same thing and put like two little chocolate chips on there as like a dessert type of thing. So these are ways that you really want to make sure that you are separating it. You could also put it in oatmeal in the morning if you're doing like a protein oatmeal with rolled oats and protein and maybe you're doing like hemp seeds you could cut up and do like two dates in there um because you have the healthy fast and you have the protein to help slow down that absorption of sugar so that's really really important when you are eating this many dates at once and again i will also put a link to a reel that i did on instagram with a little visual of all of this but these are the reasons why i'm doing these two specific things um and i hope that you're going to try them out i will obviously keep you posted on the birthing experience um and we'll see if this actually helped or not, but I know that it's going to help because of the research, because of, you know, personal experience that I've heard from friends and other moms and just like the, the ethers <laughs> that I've like been talking to, whatever, but I'm really excited about this. I hope that you try it out too. Check out the links below of the reels. Um, so you can get visuals of how to do the red raspberry leaf iced tea and how I'm eating the dates. I'll also put link below for, um, the research that I found from this and also on um, that free training, if you want it, of how to just build hormone supportive meals, um, that I pulled right from the mind your hormones method, which is my course on how to, you know, literally a step-by-step -step approach to living a hormone healthy lifestyle um, and balancing your hormones out. So this could be really helpful for you too to check that out. But that is it. I'm going to do a whole other episode on all the other ways I'm preparing for an unmedicated birth, but these two specific things deserved their own episode. So I hope you liked it. If you know anyone who is pregnant, who's planning on getting pregnant, who's like close to that time, please share this with them because if this shit can help have a quicker and more smooth labor, we all need to be doing this. Okay. Thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.